What's up with it? It's your boy J Two Times, and welcome to another episode of Tea Time with Two Times. And today I have Coco Kills, period, and V Terry B. Ooh. Hello, and y'all know what the fuck going on. So let's get into it real quick. How was y'all's week? Mm, yeah, <laughs> teacher base. It was okay. It was okay. It was mellow because we had testing this week. So oh, okay. So real chill, not a big chill. deal. Still working hard. Still working hard. The girls are still working. <laughs> A hot mess. <laughs> a hot mess. It was a hot mess. But, you know, I love what I do sometimes. But, um, yeah, yeah it was okay. It was okay. Like Okay. Love that for y'all. So, today we're going to get into... Okay, so let's start off. You see, I got the I got the t-shirt on because all three of us are alumni. Right. From the, the hill. From the motherfucking hill. From the Prairie View a &M University. The and today, the illustrious. The illustrious, baby. You know, everybody say the illustrious. Yeah, literally. but we the real <laughs> illustrious. We just illustrious. No, we the real illustrious. <laughs> we, us. That's it. The real baby, the best HBCU in the world, baby. Mm -hmm. And I said it. Now, run a tell that, homeboy. So, <laughs> so today our episode is basically going to be we're talking about being black in education, point blank, period. Whether it's the teacher, the students, the paraprofessionals, the staff, faculty, faculty in everything, just being black in education. Mm -hmm. But before we get there, <laughs> we finna warm things up <laughs> with a little game of let's get deep. Ooh. I get deep. Yeah, we're gonna get real deep, guys. <laughs> I love getting deep. <laughs> oh my god this is supposed to I be love getting deep you love getting deep you love getting deep so that's what we're gonna do Ooh, so to explain the game it's very self-explanatory we're gonna get deep so they have three categories mm -hmm. icebreaker deep and deeper for the girlies who want to go cry the summer walker fans yes deeper exactly I'm one of them summer walker bitches because <laughs> mm -hmm, I like to go a little deep. <laughs> so what we're going to do, everybody's going to take a turn. Mm -hmm. And we're all three going to answer each other's question. Okay. okay. So you can pick you can pick whichever one you want. Okay. So it's up to you. If it's a little too crazy for you to answer, take your seat. Okay. Mm -hmm. I like that. Yeah. You also have to read the card out loud. I was going to say, and I thank you for saying that. You can also read it to yourself first and then read it out loud. Okay. okay. Yeah. So I'm at a, right now. I'm at the point where like, if you don't like it and you feel like you need a little more challenge, you can put it back. Okay. Yeah. So I like challenges. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> so I'm gonna go deep because that's the first card. Okay. I'm a, I'm gonna lead by example. So I'm gonna go first. Okay. Okay. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Um, so it starts off. Deeper says, "Where have you always wanted to have sex but haven't?" I'ma start. Okay. Yeah. Um. Hmm. I feel like I'm too. Hmm, let me think. Let me think. Let me think. You know what? <clears throat> I would love. Mm, I feel like this. Fuck it, we ball. Um, <laughs> I want to have just on some fun shit. I want to have sex in the club one day, like on the movie. <laughs> like, I like on the movie. Yeah, like on the like, uh, 
Let's uh, go to the yeah. Rest. Let's go to the uh, fucking bathroom yeah. and rip your fucking clothes off right now. <laughs> oh my god, them ba- them restrooms be, be nasty. nasty. That's why we gonna stand up. Oh, and them just, stall, you know oh. the address stalls. You know them stalls. Oh my gosh, no. I can barely fit in the stall by myself. That's how I wanna do it. I wanna be like, like whatever nigga I'm with. I wanna be like, babe, you sick, right? Oh my god, my nigga finna throw up, y'all. Hold on, let me take him to the restroom. <laughs> and then we get the biggest stall, and I'm like, oh, he throwing up. <sighs> <laughs> Why is the chest? Uh, the chest squeaking. <laughs> Talking about, uh, yeah, y'all, oh, he's so sick, he's so sick. And then we come out and he act like he threw up and like, yeah. Now you already got it all planned I literally out. have it all planned That's out. That's a shame. <laughs> um, you know, I would say on a balcony. Mm. Like you know, like next, an exotic the, destination. Yes, on you know, and hear the a good waves. Miami. Ooh. The waves just Ooh. clashing. Yeah, Ooh. I like that. A good yeah. old Miami. Miami. Miami would be a nice place to do Miami. that with the beach mm-hmm. and the, they got the, the nice little apartments right yeah. there. Yeah. The, oh yeah. Oh, I like that one too. You like mine, then? Period. Mine would be like on a yacht. Oh. Popping champagne. Oh, with rose petals. Rich bitch. rose petals. I know that's right. Ooh. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> yeah. I like that. No, that's classy. I do that. That's classy. Oh, yeah. Baby, that's classy. You know my little swimsuit? When you had a little swimsuit, you could just. Just, <laughs> uh huh. That's it, Tombaugh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just let it drop. Look, slowly. I know where it drop. You gotta do this. You gotta do one of these. Yeah, don't I, stop looking at me. Finna <laughs> give him all the goodies. Don't look at me, bro. Baby, no, that's good. I like yours. That's yes, classy. Yours is really classy. That's classy. yours. I like classy. It. I like champagne. that. With some champagne everywhere, <laughs> and we just keep popping champagne all night. Ooh, somebody, uh, yeah. Okay, <laughs> Kelly. You get to pick whichever one. Okay. I'm going to do D. Oh, period. Periana. <laughs> Periodic Have table. you ever taken nudes in the bathroom at work? That is trifling. I have never. At work. Never. At work. <laughs> have y'all ever seen those TikToks or like those videos of people be at Walmart mm-hmm. in a restroom with their panties out? Girl, get your <laughs> ass up, Deborah. <laughs> Shit. That's why we ain't got no motherfucking tissue. <laughs> Uh, uh, six, cause your ass in here trying to be nasty. Oh my god, no, I no. have never. I would never do nothing like this. Yeah, girl, that's crazy. Catch a case behind I it. No, that's crazy. Mm-mm. Yeah, <laughs> I ain't got time up, to go to my restroom and do something get like up, that. Deborah, bitch, <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, don't Ooh, do that. Oh. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> cause don't do that. <laughs> you don't do that. <laughs> but you. you don't. You don't do that. He being sarcastic. Um, you know, in my uh, this in my younger days, cause I'm 28 now. Mm-hmm. So what age was you? 27. <laughs> and oh, it was just I was so young and I was just doing too much. That's why you can't do that now. Mm-hmm. Oh, but I mean, the girls have had fun. Period. Period. As you should. But at a, I've always had. You know, I don't work in... If you, first of all, if, if you're doing this while working in education, you're crazy. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't work in education. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so... <laughs> but... The thing... 
But doing it, hell no, nah, I couldn't. I that I've done it. That was a long time ago. But mm-mm, my recent job, no. <laughs> <laughs> No, but don't ask me to do it. (laughs) You really want to go like this? Look, oh, it's your turn. But no, I have not. Oh yeah, but I wouldn't. I couldn't do that. Me neither. My mom would feel comfortable. Me, my mom would be focused. Right. My mom would not be focused on it. Like, what? You want what? No. No. See, I'm glad I always had office jobs. So it was like, let me go to the restroom real quick and let me come back real quick. (laughs) And then you just keep typing. Uh, I barely get a restroom break. Okay. <laughs> barely. You think that's on my mind? My, uh, something else on my mind okay. in the restroom. Like, be the fuck for real. Did you? Oh, no. You answered it. You said no. Yeah. Um, we'll just do ice break. <laughs> okay. Good. Oh, my God. It says, boring sex more often amaze, or amazing sex, sex less frequently. Amazing sex less frequently. Oh, you're supposed to answer it first. My no, you you answered it. You okay. did your shit. Um, amazing sex less frequently. Yeah. Why? Say why. You know, give me like a little once a week, but if it's real good, it can last me to the next Hello? week. Hello? Hello? Yeah. That's true. Hello? If it's good that That's one true. time, look, I ain't got to have it tomorrow. Just wait till next Friday or something. Show the fuck down. Right. Your body's still trying to recover. Okay. Hello? Legs still shaking. <laughs> still locked. <laughs> <laughs> now for real like I would so mm, I feel like shit I do that now <laughs> I have amazing sex less frequently I'd rather have amazing sex less frequently because like you said that shit can really carry mm-hmm. over that shit can carry that shit can if a nigga do it good enough you'll be like girl I'm good for the rest of the right, week I'm good yeah. for the rest of the week like I'll see you next week daddy. I'll see you next week baby <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is like boring sex do have okay so i I'm not gonna. I'm boring not. Why are you looking? Like I'm not opposed to boring uh-uh. sex. Like just a quick. Look, imagine you when you watching Netflix and you just like, hmm, a quick little pump. Yeah, a quick little one two. A quick little. Mm, mm, uh, well, when you wake up ach- in the morning. Yeah, a quick so little side. Ooh, baby, get my day started, baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm, I can't. Do I wouldn't mind that. Either. I can't do boring. Now, born all the time is crazy. Yeah, that is. Born all the time is crazy. Yeah, that's what the card says. Born. And the card did say that. that. And you're right. You know what? Mm-mm. You The card said that. And Mm-mm. going by the card, Mm-mm. bitch, I'm going to do extravagant sex mm-hmm. once a motherfucking week. Mm-hmm. That's definitely what I'm going to do. Yeah. So, now that we're getting to... The great stuff. We're that, yeah. we're, we're, that was great. Warming it up. Good job, mm-hmm. ladies. I'm warm. Yeah, we, real warm, real warm. Mm-hmm. So I definitely want to be, like I said, so we're talking about being black in education. So the first thing I want to discuss is how. what are y'all's experiences with you being a black woman teacher and you being a black gay man, te- like male teacher? Like those are things that, especially you, because those are things in today's society. Well, in today's society, is common. Mm-hmm. When we were younger, it was not. Common. It wasn't a thing. It would be like the kids would be like, "What, what the fuck, right, you know, right. Mr. Such and Such is right. like yeah. this and this, that, and the third. But yeah. me now, knowing your like knowing your bond with your kids is very strong. Mm-hmm. Like I want to know exactly where you're coming from with that, as well as you, like. 
Um, <clears throat> my experience has been like, honestly, it's been shocking because, you know, growing up, like y'all said, we didn't have that. So when I first came in, I was like, dang, I don't know if the kid's going to be receptive. But literally for the past four years, the, they have been the most supportive people in my mm, life. Yeah. Like, it does not matter. Like, them kids, like... First week of school, they're like already like, oh, Mr. Bernard, you're my favorite and things mm -hmm. like that. And they know everything. Yeah. Like you're, you're literally like, you see them literally more than they see their parents. Right, so right, So it's right, like right, they right. learn Definitely. you, you learn them, yeah. they accept you. Like they even open up to you like, oh, I've never, you know, had like a male like uh, role model that's been gay. Mm -hmm. But like you open my mind to a lot. So it's like it's been a great experience in that yeah. aspect. It's been a great experience overall but like my experience as being a black male teacher is I never knew well I knew how important that was growing up because I wanted more black male teachers and that's one reason why I became a teacher mm -hmm. because it's like we need more black males in education yes, mm -hmm. and being in education <clears throat> you never like I've it opened my eyes to see, like, a lot of kids don't even have males in their lives. Hello? Mm -hmm. So, like, being a black male and, like, they grow up and they be like, oh, my teacher was, you know, a black man. Mm -hmm. I can grow up and be that. Yeah. I can grow up and be anything. Because they don't have males in their life be like, oh, yeah, you need to go to college. You need to do this. Yeah. No. And that's right. Because and that's very true. Because I will never forget, like, so me growing up, I went to a predominantly black and Mexican high school. Mm -hmm. So... Me growing up, I remember I was far and few between with a daddy in the house. Yeah. Like, literally. Definitely. Like, and y'all know, like, do y'all remember when we was younger, that episode of Everybody Hates Chris, when he was like, um, growing up in the hood, it was only me and four other families with daddies. Mm -hmm. He was like, everybody else, like, did not have one. That was how yeah. it was growing up. Like, a lot of people looked <laughs> to my father and like, oh, he's a cool dad. He's yeah. this and he's that. And I didn't realize that. Because in my head, I'm like, shit. You don't what? realize how lucky you are how to have exactly a two-parent household. Don't Definitely. realize how blessed as fuck Definitely. I am to have a two-parent household. Because I used to be like... Dang, we all did. Hmm? We all, oh, all, yeah, all three of us. We, we all, all had come a from a two-parent two household. household. Definitely. And I remember being like... Y'all daddies ain't y'all, you know right. what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. where the hell y'all daddies at? Like, like where right, where he at? So it's like, and I never forget one of my friends in ninth grade, he literally was like, and I always thought this was some real ass shit that he did it. Like, that nigga looked me in my eyes. We were in second period English class. I remember this like it was yesterday. He looked me in my eyes and he was like, you know what? And this was a close friend of mine. He goes, you know what? Jalen, I'm actually really jealous of you and your dad's relationship. Damn. And I thought, and I didn't take it like, bitch, what the fuck you said? You what? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I ain't turn up. I, I remember at that age being like, this is interesting. Like, let's unpack this. Like, yeah. yeah, like how? Like, wow. And so he was just like, because the thing is, he was like, my father is in my life. Like, he went to his dad's house. Like, he went to his daddy's house like every motherfucking weekend. Mm. So, but he was like, I feel like when I'm at my daddy's house, like, he don't even be paying me attention they for don't. real. They and don't. I'm like, oh my God, because his daddy was always worried about the next hole, mm -hmm. the holes that was coming. His daddy was always out and about. Like, mm -hmm. he like, I go to my daddy's house. He was like, I have a daddy and that nigga barely even cares. Yeah. And he was like, and your dad is in your life. He cares. Like, when I was an athlete, yes, an athlete, don't play. <laughs> when I was in ninth grade and I played basketball, like, my daddy was in my games. Yeah. Even in like, 
middle school, in high school, like when I was an athlete all through middle, in high school, mm-hmm. my dad used to come to my games. Mm-hmm. And he used to be one of the few daddies that, that was, was there. Definitely. Mm-hmm. And that's when I, like after my, in ninth grade, after my friend told me like, hey, I'm actually very jealous of that and I wish I had that. Like, and it wasn't like a envious like, I hate you because you got a relationship with your daddy. No, it was it like, was like a damn, it was like, like a damn, I, mean, I yeah. wish I had that. Right. And mm-hmm. For him to say that at like 14, 15, I always thought that was amazing. A, to tell your friend. Yeah. B, how he handled it. Mm-hmm. And I was just, and I remember telling him like, well, yeah, like, when my daddy around, you can always hang out with him. I didn't, I would literally mm-hmm. like, I was like, shit, Y'all can have that nigga too. Like, that yeah. nigga could be our daddy. Like, that's cool, but you're very right. Like, males, these these students don't even have males in their lives. And if they do, they're on the streets. Yes. They're on the working streets. in the area we work We work in, yeah. definitely. Yeah. So, Moms too, though. Let's... Let's... T- we let's gonna do one of these. <laughs> we finna... Let's un... Let's unpack it all. Let's tie the ribbon. I mean, <laughs> take the bow off. And let's talk about and it. So we going to you, Pooh. So give us, like you said, the moms be in the streets and also give us your point of view as a young black teacher. So I started off in 2018. Um, my first school was predominantly a predominantly white school. Yes. I don't think I've ever had any issues with... Um, you know, just be a micromanager like any t- student-teacher relationships that were negative. Uh, when I started and I went to where I am now, I'm at a full black school, literally. It's literally. all um, literally minorities there. I just, I've had a good experience. I've never, like he said with the kids, the relationships occur like this. Is kids know when you real and when you fake. That's yeah. one thing. Side so note, kids, we're everybody's school mom and dad. Literally. Oh, kids be still telling us that. But like kids can see quick, they see through the BS quick. And they're like, is is he or she really here for me? Mm-hmm. Or are they just on some BS? Here for and a they just here for a chick. Mm-hmm. Baby, we're not there for a chick. Ain't there for <laughs> ah, baby, we're not there for a chick. Baby. I was at making way more. Okay. So it ain't the check, baby. It's the passion, baby. I, hello. I've never had a negative uh, relationship at work with the students or just like the the period with my coworkers. I feel like we just have a really good relationship with one another. Um, I've never had a bad experience with my coworkers. Of course, you have minor things that go on. But other than that, I've never had any issues. Now, the kids will flock to you and they want you to be their mother and father. And then once they start opening up to you, you see why, like, dang, you got this going on. You got this going on. And you wonder why some of the kids coming to school, with they attitudes. be with with having attitudes. bad attitudes. But then you have to think about their home life. Like, their mama didn't woke them up, cussed them out. Mm-hmm. They didn't told them, get your Put a motherfucking phone bill in their name. They didn't, they didn't, didn't eat last they night. They didn't Hello? eat last night. Taking care of their si- uh, siblings. That's a big one. A lot of them, oh, fucking a lot of them will come to school and be knocked out. Mm-hmm. And and I'm, what's wrong? Oh, I had to do this last night. My mama had to work. It's a lot of kids. Their parents are from different countries, and they come over here. Their parents got to work, and they come to school tired because they got to take care of their three, four, five younger siblings. Hello, it's a lot, and it's like it give like you only twelve, but they your childhood, your childhood up. is robbed yes. from you. You're doing adult things yes. at twelve, mm-hmm. and school mm-hmm. is the last motherfucking thing on your mind because like Basically. even with me, like I remember my parents like. And they were always like, y'all, get your education, get your education, get your education. And it was just like, 
we I always knew like shit, education first. But that's something that I was privileged to. Mm-hmm. And I had to realize that shit like and a lot of people won't say that shit like that they have like certain privileges in life, but that's the real deal. Like Definitely. that's a real privilege to be able to too. Hello? I'd be like, dang, cause to, okay, of cause bitch, I'm like, some I'm of my classmates. I remember right hand to the man. So my mama didn't let me get no job until I didn't get my first job until I graduated high school. Mm-hmm. And I got my first job two weeks after I graduated high school. For real? Mm-hmm. Literally me too. Oh, yep. wow. I was working at 16. Girl, my sister was too. My sister was working at 16, but she was way more responsible than me. Yeah. Yeah. And so my mom was like, okay, she work at 16. You, you just focus on school because if I had a job, I truly think I would be like, bitch, I got me a check. Fuck school. But, like, <laughs> not, not, fuck school, how? Fuck school, I'm a rapper. Not so, no $300 check. Girl, but you know, that's how much them checks was. But you know, we can do a lot with $300 back in the day. And, oh, and I thought so you meant could today. You see my oh, oh, wait, now, no. But when we were teenagers, mm-hmm. literally 10 years ago, we could have did it. Hollister. down, baby. This out, Forever 21, Hollister. I used to love Air Rule 21, I ain't even going to lie to you. Pink, oh, I pink. What the? The girls were wearing the pink. pink. The girls the had the pink. Girls. The bougie girls had the pink warm up. Miss mm-hmm. me jeans. And now they be in high school. Child wearing designer. Designer. Balenciaga. Prada. Everything. Prada. And a bitch ain't even proud of you. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, bitch. Cause what? Oh my what? Cause you wearing Prada and you making elves? Right. You making ass. Let's talk about it. Bitch, you making you you making ass and wearing Prada. You Bitch, you need to be wearing Fendi. Your your child ain't even. Girl, girl, buy designer for your child. Now look, I really feel like if your kids, because I'm a, yeah, my kids gonna be, yeah. But yeah. If they do. If it's what they're doing, what they're supposed to do. I feel like if your kids are doing what you're supposed to do, they're supposed to do in school. Mm -hmm. Yes. And you got the money to do it, hell yeah. Spend that bread on your kids, but. Prada and an F or Prada and you can't put a sentence bitch, together that's I, not you, F, a bitch or F. like I said a bitch <laughs> need to be wearing Fendi if they get F bitch a bitch need to be wearing Fendi bitch wear wear the type of grades you make ho you need to wear so whatever you're not gra- making bees don't, don't, don't wear Balenciaga's bitch hello Y'all Goddamn, don't, don't wear don't motherfucking wear bitch ooh do not because that shit be pissing me off because and then to when the kids be having it y'all I'ma say it I don't give a fuck how I feel when these proms be happening that be looking nice that be looking amazing that be looking amazing but them hoes do be looking grown them niggas too but the number one thing is I don't give a fuck I don't feel like you should go all out if you not going to college I'ma say it that is true. If you're okay. not going to college, what am I? What are we, prom I mean, is supposed to be fun and bang. bitch? What the fuck? <laughs> you going to prom and next thing you working at the Ori? What's wrong with the Ori? Wait, ain't shit right? No, 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 no. But I shit, you ain't go to. Then why you ain't do it? Exactly. Exactly, bitch. Like, I'm saying, like you know what? I re- the oil rig do make money, do. but bitch, you 18 and you have more to. I'm, I'm not gonna. Definitely you have, good. you're 18. You have more to offer the world. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with the oil rig because niggas do make money at the oil rig. Do they, not get that they, wrong. They go there, but for a high schooler to go from high school to the oil rig, 
I feel like you have much more to offer. You yeah. gave up on life. You just said, you gave up. up and you said, you know what? This job, it's a hardworking job for a lot of money when you have more to offer. So I do stand on that. Okay. But if you're doing, but if a bitch, a matter of fact, let's take it my local because the oil rig do have a little bread. <laughs> bitch, if you did all this shit, this shit for prom and I catch a bitch working at Walmart Ooh. in the fall, how? Or call center. Fuck you. Because you don't need to be used or call center. What is wrong with that? I don't job. <laughs> I do not job shame y'all because a job Bitch. is a job. I mean, you're going to get a check regardless. Girl, well, that's the, the only thing. For that... prom, no. I'm just regarding for prom. Okay. I'm just saying for the prom situation. Like going all out, like, ooh, my child buying all this extra stuff. And then the next week, your child ain't even signed up for FAFSA, ain't even get moving into college, ain't doing nothing. Bitch, you just you getting up. The... They sitting laying on your couch. Laying on your couch. Hungry as hell. Talking about mama, what we eating? Then back on the motherfucking Walmart. Sure. And the call center. That's really Shout out to the call center, bitches, because a lot of my friends work at call centers. But it's like, bitch, from don't high go school there to and the. Settle. Don't settle. Yeah. Thank you. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, don't, don't settle. settle. Don't settle. And as an 18 year old, I feel like you have much more in the world to offer than just going to straight work. And I always feel like. You rather be doing this than going to school, right? And a I lot of feel kid, like that. A lot of kids, because I be talking to my kids about school, and they be like, the only reason like they don't think about college one is because nobody in their family has been introduced it to them. That's true. true. Because that's they, true. They're like, oh, I don't want to. I don't need it. Need all the, I don't want to go through all the school again. I'm like, yeah. college is way different. It's than different. School. Like you make your own schedule. Dude. You wake up whenever you want to. You can mm -hmm. you do as you please. Like yes, you're going to class, but it's like rewarding. Yeah. Like you're literally meeting so many different people from different places, making new connections, Hello? learning more about yourself. Like college is not just about, it is about work, but you know what I'm saying? It's not. I know exactly what whole, you're saying. You learn. It's a whole new lifestyle. Yeah. It's a whole new lifestyle. You learn. And I got independent in college. Mm -hmm. I got responsible in college. Mm -hmm. Like, and then you learn so many life skills that you'll mm -hmm. never learn if you have yes. not been in that setting. That is definitely if true. If you have not been in the college setting, there are literally life skills that you will miss out on. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then you wonder why. And this is literally no tea, no shade, but I'm still stand on what I said. But it's literally like you wonder why now you're 28 and you don't know how to A, make friends off a rip. B, mm -hmm. know how to know certain resources that you could have learned when you were younger. Right. Like, see, communication, just communication, informal, informal communication. Yes. Like, yes. You could have learned all of that in college. Of yeah. Oh, I never realized how much in college. We have, have to code, code switch. switch. Yeah. You could go from, oh yeah, hump day yeah, to. Yeah, uh-huh, yeah, bitch, to, now, today, here's my research project. <laughs> <laughs> like, you can do that. And, like, you learn that in college. Yes. And that on top of many more social skills that you Definitely. learn. And it's just like, when bitches miss out on that, I kind of, that shit kind of be, I be like, damn, they really, I really do feel, no tea, no shade again, but I really do be feeling like, Damn, that person would have been so much better off if they, if like, would have went to college. college. Mm -hmm. Like, they would have. I be thinking that. Yeah, like, they would have because you would have learned so many things. Mm -hmm. So, can y'all give the, both of y'all used to work at white schools at one point in time. Mm -hmm. Can you give, like, compare and contrast of the white school and the black school? Yeah. Um, Working, being teacher. Well, my first two years, I was at um, a white school. No names. Well, yeah, baby, that's how you school yeah, name. But it was very diverse. Like I would say, it was Title One, and it was a ghetto white school. Like breaking up fights every day. 
Um, but comparing like that school to my school now, um, I would say I'm more comfortable at my current school than mm-hmm. I was at my at my first school that I started off at. Why? Um, I don't know. I just feel like being around, being amongst like black other like educators like i don't know that just helps you and motivates yeah. you because you see we all rocking our shit so it's just like damn like and i'm learning from mm-hmm. y'all but in my other school only the black teachers helped me of course. mind you it was only 10 of us probably of probably like 12 and it's like my first literally like y'all it i got that job at your brunch it was oh that was birthday brunch yeah i got that job Literally, y'all, the school, I got the job then. School started the next week. I didn't have nothing prepared. The first day I walked into the building, literally all the black teachers just came and was like, okay, we're going to take you to the store. We're going to get your classroom together. We're going to help you with your lesson plans. Literally, I was going to say, day, that is amazing. While everybody else on my, everybody is just looking at me like, oh, oh you better fend for yourself. <laughs> Bitch, you better fend for yourself. Mind you, that was the COVID year. So I was half in person, oh, yeah, half, half online. online. This oh. is my first year teaching, baby. I barely know how to teach. So okay. I know how to teach online. But the, the black teachers literally, Helped me That's so good. much. And shout out to them because I still talk to each and every one of them. I was today. just going to ask you that. Do you still talk to them? I still talk to each and every one of them today. Period. And I'm so grateful for them. I love they it. helped me. I love it. But like comparing, yeah, I feel more comfortable in my new school. Per. Yeah. Um, For me, um, when I started working at my predominantly white school, I've always started off secluded because I have to get to know people first mm-hmm. before I actually like jump, you know, start in. Yeah. To jump in and talk to them and things of that sort. Didn't really have an issue there, but my compare and contrast that I would like to bring up is the resources. Mm. I could see the resources in the white schools and then the resources that we have to do now. A lot of the times, the resources that we have to do now, that we have now, we make those resources. Right, that is true. Out of our own own pocket, with our own money, Mm -hmm. and... We just got to make something out of nothing. Right. Versus at there, we got everything that we needed and it wasn't really, you didn't really have to stress for anything. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that, that's a lot to go into. Um, but being around a whole bunch of black educators, it is, you, you're yourself more, mm-hmm. you know, you can, Literally. you, you can relate to the kids more. Mm-hmm. The kids will actually sit and listen to you or like when you try to redirect and they'll be like, okay, yeah, I get where she coming from. Yeah. You can, you can get to them better. I love that. Cause yeah. like, I'd be like, damn, I'm glad. I thank God I went to HBCU because <laughs> that's what taught us how to do shit like that. Like, that's what taught us our resources. That's what taught us how to make something out of nothing. You know what I'm saying? Because we don't get this, even in college, we don't get the same resources as them big white schools. We and do not. Like, we don't. So we, we don't. really have to make something out of nothing. Mm-hmm. And that's why I feel like it's amazing what y'all doing, going to teach them black kids at that black-ass school because I'm uh, really a for-us-by-us type of bitch. And I feel like we do have to do stuff for us, by us, in order to uplift the community in real yeah. motherfucking life. It's Point blank, period. It, it is so, it's a lot. So within reaching the community, we're going to start off about a couple of <laughs> new laws that have been passed yes. in the state that we live in. <laughs> so let's, this segment is called Pour It Up. Okay. So the Pour It Up segment is basically where we talk about things within social media or just on the internet and articles that I found. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk about, so you know, Texas just passed 774 new laws. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For those that know, the state of Texas, which is where we live in, has passed 774 new state laws. Mm-hmm. So... 
I am going to that in all of these laws fall under different categories. I'm gonna talk about the education issues, and if y'all know of any others, feel free. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying to inform me. Okay, mm-hmm. but so we're gonna start off. The first issue is it says chaplains in school. So they have a new state law that would allow school districts to replace counselors with unlicensed chaplains. Um, so for the people out there that don't know what a chaplain is, that is a religious official. Mm-hmm. So, yes. Um, so we can uh, how I feel about that is I truly feel like you should leave counselors. Counselors to counsel people. They're professional. They're professional. And because why was the counselors making schedules? <laughs> That's In why school. you ain't never free because you making my schedule. Okay. And I can't talk to you about shit. Girl, I'm mad at my mama because she said I'm grounded. And you so she caught me doing this crazy shit. She told me I was on punishment. She took my phone and I want to talk to you because you're the school you counselor. Up in there doing schedules. And you doing schedules, phone. bitch. Come yes. on now. But that is sick in the head. So I feel like. As a counselors need to counsel students because those are the kids who really need it. We do not need, I'm going to say this is how I feel personally. I don't feel like religion should even be put in the public school setting. I feel like you should leave that to your family and your personal. Yeah. Like that's your personal life. When it comes to religion, everybody's on the, I mean, when it comes to school, everybody's on the same playing field and that's what they need to do. And they don't need religious officials because that also blows into the stereotype of just pray it away, baby. It does. And it's like, you cannot pray bipolar disorder away. You cannot. You can't. So these kids are going through real mental health issues. Definitely. And you bringing in a chaplain just won't do anything, babe. Can I chime in on that? Can. This is a prime example that the people that pass these laws, education, and know nothing about the school. They have they don't nothing. They know nothing because why Mm. do you not want to talk about religion in school? But you're going to put a chaplain Chaplain in the school school. that make it make sense. Like make it make sense. sense. It doesn't make sense. Counselors are there to counsel children on their mental health issues. Hello. A chaplain. Why would you put a chaplain? And, and it just don't in place for it a don't. school counselor. That doesn't make sense. They went to school for school counseling. They know how to handle their business. Hello? They know how to get the kids what they need, the resources that they need. Hello? That's just too much. It Why is. would you do that? Whew. That's exactly exactly. But again, yeah, I, a prime example if they don't know they don't know what they're doing. That don't even make sense. Yeah, maybe they don't sense. know at all. That don't make sense at all. So the second one, which is also sick. <laughs> um, our book bans. <laughs> Another new law under litigation, HB 900, mm-hmm. requires booksellers and vendors to assign ratings to books with sexual content before selling them to school districts. You know, like with that in my old school, I'm a realistic teacher. So we was doing a book project and I wanted to read my kids to read The Hate You Give. Mm-hmm. Mind you, with that district, this was on, like, the book list for me. It was approved for me to read. Can you do a brief synopsis of what the hate you give is, just in case? Basically, it's about police brutality, a little girl growing up in the hood, but she had to code switch because she went to a predominantly white school. Mm -hmm. Then her best friend got um, shot by the police, and it was... It was basically like what's going on right now. Ain't in a movie like that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's, it's the, the, the same movie. Yeah, I've seen yeah. that commercial. So I wanted my kids to read that book. Mind you, I'm I'm at a predominantly white school, but the book is not anything racist. It's literally what we're living through right now. Exactly. I was gonna say, this, you mean life? This was right in now? 2020. Literally Br- that's Police when it brutality was, was literally at an all-time high. At an all-time high. So, like, I'm like, okay, let's read this book. Y'all. 
the we got to the first chapter, parents calling up to the school. Mr. Bernard is um doing opening my child's mind to stuff that my child should not be thinking of at the age of 13, yada yada yada. I'm sitting here like, baby, do you watch the news? Not only <laughs> Do you see what your child is watching on Instagram? That's in what movies? I was about to say. Do you not do you look at their history on their phone? On their phone. Because they exposed to you a lot that y'all don't know about. Read. Hello? But they twerking but ba- in uh, the bathrooms. Twerking in the bathrooms. in the restrooms. Smoking. And you worried about me helping them read Watching a book. Watching all types of stuff. You a damn book that can help them. Y'all child don't exactly even know how to read. They d- Fluency is not there. Hello? Semantics are not there. Very sad. But I say that to say, like, now that same book is banned. But if you it read is. the book, there's, there's nothing bad. sexual. There's nothing bad. I read bad. the book myself. And there's, it's nothing bad. There's nothing bad. Yes, it's literally it's nothing, real world. It's, it's a real world book. issues. But it's banned. That's and that's fucking stupid. Uh, no, God. I would you? like to go on the book ban as well. A lot of the books that they're trying to take out of the school, the kids are very interested in. Mm-hmm. The kids already have a hard time reading, or they think reading is boring, mm-hmm. and it's because y'all making them read about. John Girl, Smith and Pocahontas. And, and, and it's the wrong have. story at that. So it's Are the, the whitewash version. Yeah. <laughs> in the middle ages and stuff. And the kids like, oh, we don't want to read this. Like, you have to expose them to stuff that they're used to mm-hmm. every day or things that they're interested in because mm-hmm. they're not going to want to read. That's the only way you're going to get a child to read. Mm-hmm. Is if it's, it's interesting. To introduce it to real world, connect it to real world, and just... And my thing about that is they expect the teachers to make connections between a lesson and real world. How am I but gonna... you're not letting us read a book that about, about, the, real about world. the real world. That don't make sense. And this coming from two ELA, top ELA teachers. Hello, two top Period. ELA teachers. Put respect on that. <laughs> yeah. Another part that bothered me, it said schools would have to get parental consent before a child can access sexually relevant material in the library. But sexually explicit books cannot be sold to schools. This is where I chime in. So, and we've definitely, you know how I feel about like sex ed in schools. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like this is horrible. (laughs) The I'm talking to the camera real quick because I gotta let them know. (laughs) So I feel like this is horrible because we already have a very high the what a lot of people try to do is do away with teenage pregnancy Mm -hmm. and young people having sex. When that is something you cannot do away with because they are human beings, babe. Okay. All human beings like to have sex. The moment you get horny, you wanna have sex. So you cannot stop a teenager or a preteen having sex. The most you can do, exactly, thank you. They're going to sneak. The most you can do is prepare them. Mm -hmm. That's why I'm a big advocate on like, when it comes to sex ed in schools, please prepare those kids. Teach them how to wear condoms. Teach them, stop teaching fucking purity. Purity culture literally needs to be abolished. Also teach them about hygiene. Teach them about hygiene and Yes, put health. I didn't know they took health out. They took health out. Some school districts still got it. Some school districts okay. because of the money issue. Right. We don't got the money my like first that. school have help. Yeah. Got you. Not Bring back health. And when it comes to sexuality, you need those in those books so kids can A, know what certain things are. They know how to label certain things just in case they have... Met- they need to see stuff like that so they can know their body, so they can know mm-hmm. if something inappropriate does happen, this is where this, this person touched me. This is what yes. happened. And they also... Yeah, like stuff like that as well as... 
when it comes to them, you cannot prevent a teenager from having sex. You really can't. You can't. So you need to, yeah. like I keep saying, you need to teach them preventative measures on how not to get an STD, how not to get pregnant. Mm -hmm. That's what you need to be teaching. Mm -hmm. That's literally what needs to be taught. Not so them with the sexual books, mm -hmm. not having it is literally a disservice. It's going to be, it's going to make teen pregnancy rise because uh, yeah. y'all think it's going to make it stop mm -hmm. when you stop exposing somebody to something that only makes their curiosity right, flare up more. I was going to just get into that like they're going to give themselves the wrong information mm -hmm. or they're going to try to teach themselves and that's mm -hmm. the problem now. Y'all letting the internet teach your kids and influencers yeah. And YouTube teach your kids when you need to be sitting down and teaching Talk them or like kids. giving them the real and saying, I don't want you to do this. But if this if opportunity means. happens or if something happens like this, this is what you need to be prepared for because mm -hmm. you're giving they're going out on like, you know, social media platforms and getting the wrong information from the wrong people. Hello. People that really don't care. And please, don't care or don't know. Don't know or don't care. Know. And please stop letting TikTok and Instagram teach our motherfucking kids. Cause if I hear one more Instagram influencer asshole say click, the word is clitoris. <laughs> like, please, you house need to get it together. Like, as when you're being these kids need sex education in the school. Mm -hmm. Number one. They need that. It ain't no way around it. Like, it ain't no Especially way over it, school. under it. Right. You high need school, it. Definitely. Especially high school for high sure. High school for sure. Middle for school. Sure. Okay, middle school too. Yeah. Cause people help. do be they help. help. Yeah, yeah. but you know what? Put it in middle school too, because there are middle schoolers that have you, uh, sex. I, I understand, and no, that's no, a no. real thing. Like middle schoolers that do, <laughs> they need the education. Mm -hmm. they, they need do. the education. They're people. Everybody wants that. So as Everybody. a as a child, you need to know. Like you, like I said, you can't stop them from doing it. You can only help them yeah. how to do it in a safer manner. Yes, right. and that's something that a lot of people don't like to hear. Exactly. But that's also the truth. It is. Um, another law that um. Texas has input is the diversity, equity, and inclusion ban, SB 17. Uh, it dismantles DEI offices at public Texas universities. The law doesn't take effect until January 2024, but many colleges have already put changes in place. <sighs> this is my camera, right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> First of all, this is why Historically, black colleges and universities are a thing. Yes. Mm -hmm. And the only people right. mad, and this is no Tina Shay, and this does not give them the right to do this at all. It don't give them the right to do this. But this is why doing stuff for us and by us is important. Mm -hmm. Because when your institution decides to get rid of you, Guess what institutions' arms are open to you? Right. Because you're we're your community. We're yeah. your, Number one. We're here for you. Yeah, yeah. we're here for you. We were built for you. Literally built for, for you, you, even since slavery. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I feel like these white schools ain't doing nothing but showing their true hand, which is right. what, we, what we already knew was going to happen. We already knew that shit was going to happen. Yeah. We knew one day that was going to get bold enough and be like, Girl, let's just dismantle all this and shit. And that's why, honestly, no shade to y'all, but I always side-eye people, like, black people that went to PWIs. Because mm -hmm. I'm like, why? 
Why? Because you you're gonna go Girl, with gonna the pride. Struggle. With the pride, yeah, you gonna go there and struggle. It's not even that they picked it. It's the fact that you try to downplay. HBCU. Right HBCU. there, you go. Pick where you want to go, but you don't have to. Don't downplay it as a. Because baby, I ain't struggling my HBCU. Yeah. Like you need a job, PWI. I had a bomb, baby. I'm gonna home there struggling. Hello, looking for that black association. Looking for that BSU black student union, black student association. How please? How school was black? Yeah. How school was black. Y'all was looking for that, and girl, we had it at the school. Y'all right. gotta make up, find a community. Mm -hmm. right. When I wake because up and walk outside, really don't want right you there. at y'all school. <laughs> these people really don't want you they at y'all school. They don't. And why does it? If it's and then this my thing, bitch. Y'all was doing uh diverse DEI, mm -hmm. and <laughs> the school only five percent black. Five. Girl, how if is this? If that. How is this even DEI? Yeah, I'm going to tell you why it's DEI. Hello? Because under the DEI umbrella now, people of color is not black, all black people now. Mm. Let's talk about that. Let's talk if about it. People of color is everybody that's not white. Child. People of color. Girl. We all not people of color because if you going to take somebody's side, whose side you think they're going to take? Not mine. White. <laughs> so... Yeah, that's why, yeah, they did have a lot of DEI on campuses and things like that. But DEI under that umbrella, like I said, is people of color. And people of color can range from many different things. Right, Literally. That's Literally. Asian, so Indians, that's why. Literally. That's why. And it's crazy because, like, going back to the PWI girlies who always have something to say about that. Always. You know, they I didn't always go, got something to say. I didn't go to PV because my mama said it's a party school. Bitch, you went to Texas State. And, and that's they literally, a party school. It's that's a party, party, party school. school. Jumping, jumping jumping rivers and stuff. Yeah, y'all jumping <laughs> rivers. You went to A&M. Party school. You went to SFA. Party school. Y'all have a whole you went street to, at A&M. Yeah. Uh, every every university and college every, is a party is a school. It's a party school. So we're young and trying to have fun. We so just have fun at PV with our parties. Exactly. We and go viral with our parties. We go viral and we have a bar. And y'all want to be at our parties because right. y'all be at yeah, our parties. parties. And don't even go to the school. <laughs> and the thing is, like, y'all be like, I only went there because my school, they be, my degree got more. They, it's more opportunities no, out there not. when people see A&M. Baby, let me tell you something. I got two of them. <laughs> I got a bachelor's from a black school, this school. And I got a master's from a white school. Period. And when I went to the white school, I was demolishing, and my grades were way better than the black people who came from white other sure white did. schools. Yeah, because, yeah. Like, my grades were way better. Definitely. Mm -hmm. And it's like, so that whole myth of, like, going to a white school makes you better. It don't, because you can go to a black school and get the same the type same of education. education. It's just what you want to do. Hello? Right. So if and you how hard go, you're willing to exactly. work. Exactly. So if you don't want to do it, of course you ain't on. Of course. What? You're not finna do that. Child. Not shout out to y'all, PWI That is girls. so true. Yes. We went to the, we got our master's degree from the same From the same place. That, which is a private school. And a lot of them kids came from private schools of PWIs. And my grade's better than yours. My grade's you way better than but yours. But you're talking about HBCUs. You talk so much about HBCUs. All we did was party. <laughs> and I did party. And I but made I great grades. Okay, and I made great grades while partying. Okay. So it's like everything, all of those, I, I truly feel like, and slavery play a part in that shit too, when them people be wanting to go to white schools and I go to black schools because they always make you think white is right. Sure. But if the girls, the girls be scared to touch on that. Not me. Sure. <laughs> but, so another thing I also want to talk about is this TEA takeover. 
Oh, with HISD? Yeah, it's with HISD. And I feel like this is nothing but <laughs> the government putting their hands in something they don't know about again. They don't they, know about. They don't. And when you're in a when you're in a um, district that's problem. mainly black, black. In Mexican, mm-hmm. and HISD then is heavily minority. Heavily population. minority. It's minorities Why did you pick everywhere. District out of every district to take over. Mm-hmm. So the article said also, that, which was gonna Beaumont say? ISD was uh, taken over. I'm taken over by Dallas the ISD Texas too. too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The man is the HISD. I believe came from Dallas. Mm. Yeah, it's a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't even know that districts were yeah. taken over by the state. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. And all of those districts are heavily minorities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just so y'all know. Basically, y'all ain't from Texas. They are. Like, they're heavily minorities. So, I'm going to read. So, it says, many Houston uh, many Houston independent school district families and employees are concerned about the potential impact of the state officials once again trying to strip power from the district's elected school board members. Mm-hmm. So, it says, <clears throat> what is the state planning to do? It says the TEA notified HISD leaders Wednesday that they intend they intend to install a new board of managers in the district. If the process is completed, HISD's nine elected board members will temporarily lose all of their power and the state will transfer authority to a different group of nine people. So hold on, y'all, because this is one that I here we go. This part is the part that <laughs> pisses my soul off, <laughs> bitch. So it says. What does this mean for HISD students, f- staff, and families? The short answer, we don't know yet. But they, what they did do was take the, were trying to take the lobbyers away. They did. Oh, they already did? Oh. Yeah. And oh, they've dis- already done it. discipline centers. They're, yeah, they're so discipline centers So that's what they're trying to now. do. And the school to prison pipeline, school basically. The school pipeline. to prison pipeline is a you, thing. You're saying that discipline centers are more important than lobbyers? And they're like, Hello? That's the thing, bitch. A discipline that's crazy. Now that's crazy. Y'all are literally telling them you're training them to go to jail. Right. Yes. Basically, you're literally training them to go to doing. jail. That's exactly Basically. what you're doing. That's why you can't file and be a part of this shit. Like the fact that you, as a government entity, are trying to take over a whole district. Mm-hmm. But when they ask you what are your goals and what what are you trying to do, the fact that you say. We don't know yet. They don't know nothing. They, TEA don't ever know nothing. That's crazy. You don't know nothing, but you... My thing is, if you're going to come and take over certain districts, babe, you don't have an outline for this. You no. don't have a plan for this. It's an like experiment. You have, right? it, Thank you. It, it gives. Is. This is a social experiment. It is. We don't know what the fuck is going on. Let's just see how this going to work. Yeah, let's see let's how this works. Let's try it out. They originally took over... They originally took over HISD because they weren't producing... So their test scores, they were like low-rated schools and things of that sort. Resources. But let's really talk about test scores now. Let's, Ooh, talk let's about get into it because that wasn't even on my so outline. For like star test now, kids only need, I believe, like a 25% or a 27% to pass. Mind <sighs> you, when we had a 25, 27, that's an L. Bitch, and you, you, might, you might repeat the so grade. it's kind of like... <laughs> Are you really doing this to push them to be like successful or right. like grow these kids or like what are you doing this and for? They also because don't retain kids Lauren, they don't retain kids anymore. I heard that. They Should don't. I think they told me that. <laughs> <laughs> they <laughs> don't. They don't retain kids. So if they they can go the whole school year with failing, mm-hmm. they can then take map tests fail they could take star tests fail. fail, and then they're gonna go to the next grade. So my thing is, if they're not performing. 
what are, what are the kids perform like what are they doing right. like how are they supposed to perform for 27 percent 27 so like what is 27 25 whatever it's in the 20s i know that for sure yeah it's in the 20s so they're basically the bar's in hell basically the bar is set down low. here and instead Everybody of keeping it where pay. it is and actually putting resources in these kids in the schools or money in the schools to actually get these kids where they need to be, y'all lowering a bar. So what does that mean when it comes? To, well, that's why when y'all talking about college, what does it mean when it goes to college? Right. Because when we take maps tests and stuff like that, that goes into college. college. That's literally testing kids to see if they're going to be able going. to pass an SAT to get into college. Mm -hmm. So what are we doing and they're, now? They're allowing them to fail that. If you're if the if the national range to pass the start test, I know for sixth grade for ELA is two ten. Mm -hmm. If your students are scoring one nineties and two hundreds on mm -hmm. it, that's already telling them oh you ain't finna go like to college. For seventh grade. You're not finna go to college. So what are you really doing? You're taking over a a, a school district, but the bar is already, already set low. low. So you would think somebody with a smart that, that went to school for education or was a principal, assistant principal, they got their degree in this. The smart thing was to do is instead of cutting the fees or whatever, mm -hmm. you should be putting more money and resources in the school and putting more people in here to get them where they need, where to, they be need to be versus taking everything out or they really need like literacy and having them pass. By 25%. That don't make sense. Passing at 25% is fucking crazy. If I would have ever tried to bring a 25% home, bitch, my mom would have slapped me through the door. Like, I, I wouldn't even made it through the door. Okay. When we took tax, I took tax. I know we took, took tax. tax. Yeah. I believe a 70% was not even passing. I was going to say, maybe tax, a 60, you got to maybe a 60. But... All I need is they a 20 some percent. And baby, that's crazy because I was definitely one of the commended girlies. Commended <laughs> yeah, you know. Call it commended performance. I'm commended performance. Yes. And it's yes. just like, now you telling me bitches can sneeze on their test and pass? Yes. I'm telling you this for like, a fact. Like, mm -hmm. that's sick. Yes. And it lets me know what education is. And that shit is really scary for the kids. It's like, the only hope you have is your parents. Yup. Girl, why the Basically. fuck I was finna say your that? Your parents. <laughs> your parents. But. That, that's, but it's kind of like, and if your parents, parents don't know shit, you need to find them. you yeah, a good uh -uh. teachers, a good teachers. Bitch, did I go to school or what? <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, did you go to school? Because you got an episode about school and you saying teachers. Huh? <laughs> but the thing is, all you can really do is, if your mama always at work and she can't help you with school, the best you can do is go to tutorials. You, there you go and find you a teacher that's gonna love on you and help, and help you, you mm -hmm. bitch. That's, that's really all you got because what it is. Depend, if you just landing on regular test results, bitch, you're gonna come out of high school an idiot. Try, and don't nothing piss me off more than a. <laughs> you gonna end up at the oil rig. At that oil rig, <laughs> bitch. Y'all gonna make money, but bitch, working at an oil rig and not Baby. knowing how to read is insane, <laughs> bitch. For real. My oh thing my is, oh, that shit is scary. And then let's also tap on this. I saw on the news. It was a little article when I was tapping through Instagram. Mm. Is it true they really trying to... HISD. Are they really trying to, like, let in uh, uncertified teachers? Yes. Mm -hmm. Like, and I mean, like... Bitch, I stand on everything I say. Um, 
People who don't really have like no background, no in, teaching. No background no. in teaching, they're finna let them teach, but yes. like not have to be certified. Yes. And that's crazy because you're taking over by the state because they're like their data is low, but then you're trying to bring in teachers that don't know how to teach. And exactly, but and you're losing all your, you you losing all the people who do, right? Because they fed up, they fed the fuck up. And then one thing, it's like it's different when so. I'm talking about the people who don't have a background in education. Now, if you have your education degree and you're in a program where you're trying to get your certification right. and you've been teaching right. for a certain amount of years, that is fine. Because guess what, babe? You have, I trust you a little more because you got a degree in education. Right, right. Degree in education. But you're telling me a bitch off the street. Mm-hmm. Can just walk in there, <laughs> can and walk teach in them kids. and get to teaching them kids, and you and, and, and you wonder I'm, why they not gr like there's no. And I went to school with this hoe. Mm -hmm. And that hoe... I know how she was in high school. I know how she was. I know how she was people in can change. Uh, that hoe, People can change. That hoe's in slow But <laughs> you telling me that hoe trying to read and teach them motherfucking kids, bitch? Girl, please. So... <laughs> With that shit being said, we definitely gonna have to touch on this topic again. Yeah. But y'all did fucking amazing. Y'all no, really. And y'all are amazing yeah, educators we didn't and even keep doing didn't even scratch the surface. But let the camera know where they can find y'all. What you mean? So oh, I'm, it, you know. Oh, my Instagram? It's, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we gonna do the He's a teacher. Yeah. Teacher. So you know what? <laughs> oh comprehension. Comprehension. You was spin oh, right. I was gonna say the uh, teacher page. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, that. Yes. yeah, you can find me on my teacher page. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all right. You Matter of fact, you just hit me up and then I'll give y'all his yeah, and we'll mm -hmm. go same with her. Well, you want to get your teacher page or you just want Miss K. Randall. Miss K. Randall. That's where you can hit up Miss K. Randall and just hit me up for his. Oh, my teacher page. Yeah. Underscore Mr. Bernard. The, the teachers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So with that being mm -hmm. said, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Tea Time with Two Times. See y'all next time.